the rather long story of Jesus and the Samaritan woman is one of the most moving and powerful in the Gospels. It has been called the story that reveals the most about Jesus. The context of Jesus interacting with the Samaritan woman is important to understand its significance. Jews and Samaritans were a little bit like Giants fans and Dodgers fans. There was bad blood between them. But in this case, literally bad blood in a dispute over bloodlines and religious practices. The Jews viewed Mount Zion, the Temple Mount, as the holy mountain where they encountered God and where God had chosen for the temple to be. But the Samaritans viewed Mount Gerizim in their land as the holy mountain and as God's intended place for the location of the temple. It would be as if those of us gathered here were the Jews and said, Mount Tam is the holy mountain. That is where the temple is, and that is where we encounter God. But everyone in the East Bay said, no, Mount Diablo is the holy mountain. That's where God wants the temple to be. And we're like, Mount Diablo, like, look, you guys literally worship false gods on your Mount Diablo. Jacob's well, where today's gospel takes place, is in the shadow of Mount Gerizim, which is located in what today would be known as the West Bank. And to this day, Samaritans worship on that mountain. In Jesus' day, Jews often avoided the region of the Samaritans. So just the fact that Jesus is traveling through that city, which we would now know as Nablus, is notable. Jesus' interaction with the Samaritan woman is scandalous, which, of course, is the point. He is a Jew drinking water with a cup from a Samaritan. Not done. He is violating social norms by interacting with a woman in this way. And the text hints that the woman is an outcast with the remarks about her marital history. Women would have come to the well in the morning in groups, not alone at noon. So the woman is clearly an outcast and not someone that a good Jewish rabbi should be interacting with. In our own day, the Samaritan woman would perhaps be a transgendered Muslim immigrant or whoever might be hard for us here at St. John's to include in our phrase, a house of prayer for all people. If we looked at someone and said, well, we don't mean like all people. 
That would be the Samaritan woman. Jesus asks for a drink of water and then begins the discourse on living water. This interaction at Jacob's well, which is an important symbol of baptism for Christians, reminds us that in serving those who thirst, we encounter Christ. In this encounter, the truth of the living water is revealed. The woman says to Jesus, You have no bucket, and the well is deep. The woman is the bucket. Each one of us is the bucket. Jesus is the living water the well of life. Perhaps one way to think about this holy season of Lent is as a time to clear away all the things that we have accumulated in our bucket that keeps it from being filled up with the living water of Jesus. Because living water changes everything. Jesus says to the woman, The hour is coming and is now here when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. With this statement, Jesus transforms the geography of God, faith, and religion. The Spirit does not reside on a mountaintop, but in the human heart, blood mixed with living water. Jesus plants a spring of living water in the Samaritan woman. Not because she is righteous. She is not righteous. But because she is thirsty for God and the living water of God. Sarah Miles, who is a theologian who works at Gregory of Nyssa Episcopal Church in San Francisco, wrote of this passage, Salvation does not depend on getting things right. It depends on thirst. The Samaritan woman goes forth to her city to share the living water with those who thirst. And in Eastern Christianity, this woman as celebrated is celebrated with a feast day and is considered to be the equal of the apostles. Jesus plants a spring of living water in you. How will you share the living water? This past weekend during a family vacation to Joshua Tree, my wife and I drove down a long dirt road to a remote uh, hiking trail that goes about 35 miles uh, through the park. 
and we entered at an access point that's about halfway through. And at the trailhead, someone had left a gallon of water, a gallon of rescue water for anyone who may have run out of water in the desert. As I thought about that bottle of rescue water, I thought, how often have I been in the desert and Jesus has been that bottle of rescue water for me? And how can I be that bottle of rescue water for someone who desperately needs it? The Samaritan woman is never named. She is of no account by social and religious standards. But she is everything to Jesus. In her thirst for living water, the truth of Christ is revealed. And the landscape of our lives is completely transformed. Salvation doesn't depend on getting things right. It depends on thirst. Stay thirsty, my friends.